0: Uh huh. Uh uh-huh. oh. Yeah. Stop I'm already dead.
1: Yeah. Uh. Oh, already dead. You're listening to the iZombie Zombie podcast. This is Robin, and today I'm talking to writer John Bellina. Writer of this week's episode, Eat a Knievel. Welcome to the show, John. Hey, how's it going? Good to hear from you. It's going great. It's good to hear from you too. We've been kind of chatting back and forth. You've been really helping me out, (laughs) getting people on the show, and I really appreciate that. Absolutely. That's my job. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm sorry to say Steph isn't here today. I don't know if you wanted to say anything to her or... Uh, Just that you know, I love her accent
2: and I wish that I maintain my Louisiana accent and could match it. Uh, I will never be as cool as her.
1: <laughs> uh, me either. <laughs> um, well, I guess first out of the gate, I should say congratulations on Edie Knievel. Thank you. Thanks. Our listeners might not know that this is the, this is not only the first iZombie episode written by you, but the first episode of TV, I believe that you've written.
2: Yeah, this is absolutely true. Unless you count like, things I wrote that never made it on TV. <laughs>
1: uh, well, I mean, how does... I mean, straight up, like, how does that feel? Um,
2: amazing. I mean, it was this has been one of the coolest weeks in my life. Yeah. Honestly, the whole year <laughs> has been incredible. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was a, an amazing experience, and I want to do it again
1: and again. So you think uh, season four, you might have an episode <laughs> or two? I, hope so. <laughs> I really <hope> so. <laughs> I mean, I just... Like, being like a... <laughs> somewhat creative person myself. I do a podcast. Uh, I can't imagine how it must feel to like kind of, you know, jot some words down, see a production, put it together, actors saying your lines, and then just see it all on one night on the CW. I mean,
2: it is very wow. surreal. Yes. Kind of, kind of blew my mind. Um, going to set and, and people bringing me water and asking me if I need things. I was like, no, I don't need anything. Can I help you? Like, I'm not used to, you need help lifting that, that over there. Yeah. 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 So it was amazing. I mean, <laughs> Flying first class alone was uh, an incredible experience. Where I was like, I am out of my element. Everyone here knows it. <laughs> <laughs> Did you celebrate
1: that night or?
2: Oh yeah, I had a viewing party and uh, you know had a few drinks. Yes. <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, okay, so you started out as writer's assistant. I mean, you were you first started working with uh, Rob Thomas in the for the Veronica Mars movie, right? Or was it with the show? Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I don't know how much
2: Bob had told you when you talked to him, um, but the same time he started intern for Rob when we were students at UT as grad students. Um, Rob asked for a couple of more interns, and I happened to be one of those. And it, you know, I've been very fortunate ever since. <laughs> um, yeah, we were there the day that Rob, you know, launched the Kickstarter for Veronica Mars, and had fingers crossed that everything would go well. And thankfully, as you know, it did. So yeah. though, that was a yeah, it was an amazing roller coaster to be a part of. and luckily we finished our program the second he was going to LA to shoot the movie. So we got to be a part of that shoot and I've been here ever since four years, I think almost today that I've been here.
1: Well, happy anniversary. Thanks <laughs> hey, yeah. Um, did you can you kind of like talk about like uh, what your job would be? what was as like the writer's assistant, how you kind of worked your way up through that?
2: Yeah, you mean for iZombie? zombie? Um, well, yeah. I,
1: were you writer's assistant on um, Veronica Mars too, or you were just kind of?
2: No, no. I was a PA there on PA. set. PA, okay. Yeah, happy to be part of the gang at all. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I started off actually zombie as the writer's PA. Okay. Who you know, it's definitely a, certainly a step up from being an office PA and a set PA, <laughs> you, especially when you want to be a writer. That's the place to be. Um, and I was so thrilled to finally be in that office. And um, I happened that year to get the, you know, promotion to writer's assistant uh, because Bob was too good at his job and basically got promoted to staff writer. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Worked out for all of us. Yeah. So I've been writer's assistant ever since. And, you know, the job pretty much is being the court reporter in the in the room you know making sure you know everything that's ever been talked about (laughs) trying to juggle ten thousand storylines in your head and make sure that they remember the things that they liked and just kind of being an expert on the show if you can and luckily the writers in the room are so good at remembering everything that i can't and (laughs) they make my job very very easy
1: do you have like a sort of a written bible that you keep for
2: sure especially when the tough ones are when we're talking about things in future seasons that Rob seems excited about. You know, yeah. I'm, I have to make sure to get that down and be like, <laughs> this is what we talked about. And especially with the, you know, we're about to start the writer's office up again, and I'm going to be like, oh, crap, let me go through my notes and see what we talked about for season four. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Did you want to send those to us at all? I mean, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, keep I keep it to myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, and uh, yeah, I mean, d- I guess the. I've heard that you are, well, I've heard plenty of times you're responsible for most of the punny chapter titles that are on the show. Yeah, and
2: uh, (laughs) I don't want to take all the credit. A lot of them are, you know. I let the writers do their thing. They, they come to me if they need me. Um, and most of the time, they're they're great at doing it on their own, honestly. Um,
1: it, it's like your name comes up when it's it, – like I hear more times than often, like your name comes up when like a really funny chapter title comes up. And then Bob's name comes up, Bob Dearden. Uh, his name comes up whenever there's like, oh, that was totally Bob's idea. Like on, <laughs> so many episodes.
2: <laughs> every episode, someone live tweets that Bob was responsible for a, a portion of their episode, which is very true. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, a lot of the writers come up with their own really, really good ones, and I honestly just started doing it until season two because you know season one I was just happy to even be in the room. I didn't want to you know ruffle any feathers, mm-hmm. and season two I just started kind of throwing a couple out there, and it, they stuck and kept doing it. I was happy to do it. I love making dad jokes, and that feels like the perfect job
1: for it. <laughs> I know. It's a, I mean, I really think there's like a stigma, a shame around puns. And honestly, I just want to thank you as a person that
2: enjoys a good pun. Totally. My friends want to murder me, so I get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: yeah. Um, I mean, we've been covering <laughs> this show since even before it aired, so I was happy when those chapter titles start, started displaying. I was, uh, And, of course, the <laughs> business names, too. The business names are really funny.
2: Yeah. There are so, so many puns. I mean, the show is filled with them. Every episode title usually is fun as well.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
2: My favorite ones are the ones that are, you know, self referential. Um, you know, One Tree Kill for Robert Buckley.
1: <laughs> yes, that's what I had written down. <laughs> and
2: Drive Me Crazy for, for Rob Thomas. Those ones <laughs> that are purely for the fans are my favorite ones.
1: <laughs> yeah, I actually wrote down a, a, a few of my favorites, and I'm glad I only got one, got through season two. Did you come up with Other Pluckers, which was the. Uh,
2: i think that was rob i think that was rob
1: oh really yeah uh felonious hunk
2: that that was me and i'm very very proud of that one
1: <laughs> that's perfect because like major is a jazz fan and <laughs> yep. yeah um uh, feed me c morg that's me I, I don't know if it makes sense
2: but it made me very happy and i'm glad <laughs> rob liked it generally i send him a list for every chapter Um, as many as i can think of and when he selects the weird ones like that one i'm 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 thrilled so (laughs)
1: uh let's see uh i'm gonna let you
2: finish (laughs) that is definitely me i'm a big (laughs) big, a big kanye fan uh
1: shambler Shambler gambler from max wager as well i think that's graham i think that was graham oh wow Uh, See,
2: this I, is my job. This is me remembering every well, yeah. detail I can, yeah.
1: Not only do you remember where the puns came from, but like I thought <laughs> yeah. I'd have to remind you, like, that's the one from yada, yada, yada.
2: No, yada. no, no. I, remember.
1: I think uh, my last one I wrote down is uh, from Grumpy Old Liv. It's, uh, for Eva and e- Evan, <laughs> amen. <laughs> that was Rob. Rob was uh, like...
2: Hey, Belinda, do you want to come up with the chapter titles for this episode, except this, one I'm doing for Eva and Eva Evan AM, I mean Amen. And I are so pumped about that. One.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, so you must have came up with Poker in the Rear.
2: <laughs> I, that might have been Rob too. It feels uh, like a Rob joke. So,
1: <laughs> so, so <laughs> that one's great. Like speaking of like the business names, do you do you come up with any of those two, or was that? Um, scratching Post was me,
2: but that's oh, yeah? not. Want, that's not what we wanted to name it. We wanted to name it um a couple of different things that never we didn't cleared. um So we landed on that, but I don't. I'm not. You know, I'm not proud of that one. It just happened to be there.
1: Yeah. Well, I, man, I can't. Well, could could you possibly say? Because well, I, I think I heard one of the. I think old
2: we ones. listed a couple of them. You know, as Donnie's pitching, they came off as bad ideas, like Whitey <laughs> Bulger's and stuff like that. Yeah. I don't know if I can say what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Uh, um. I don't know. Maybe it probably doesn't matter, but it was supposed to be called Cold Cox. It was a kid boss pitch.
1: Cold Cox. That's right. I think that's when I heard. Yeah, uh, that's yeah, was pretty amazing. <laughs> uh,
2: I mean, I think we called it that the entire season. We did not let go.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I guess my next question for you is, I mean, you're, you're helping with the writer's writing uh, assistant, keeping the Bible, and then all of a sudden you get an episode. Yeah. How did that come about?
2: Um, you know, Rob's really, really good about – as you can see with Bob, like promoting from within and, you know, mm-hmm. giving everyone a shot. And he always told us when we were interning to, you know, do your job, do it well, don't focus on what what you want to do next, just do exactly what you're meant to do. And people will notice and give you the, you know, the help you need. So he came to me, I think, early in season two and asked for a writing sample. And luckily I had one prepared that I thought he'd be into. And <laughs> then you play a waiting game of, oh, my God, is he reading it and does he hate it? Mm-hmm. And that is a miserable and stressful experience. <laughs> <can> but imagine. <laughs> thankfully I came out OK because he seemed to enjoy it. And season three, one available. Wow. And that's pretty much it. Yeah.
1: And did did you get kind of – well, obviously, you probably didn't get your pick. Like, I want this one.
2: <laughs> they probably just um, handed that one to you, right? I think they might have told you this before, but we usually come up with a bunch of brains at the beginning of the season. And Diane had pitched uh, Jackass Brain, and I was just blown away. I was like, oh, my God. That is the brain for me. I have to do Jackass Brain. <laughs> um, so when we were getting closer and closer to what I knew had to be my episode, I was like – Hey, uh, what about this Jackass brain? Justin and Liv need to go on a date, right? Yeah, he was like, I'll think about it. <laughs> so, so uh, yeah, I, I kind of you know loaded the deck a little bit and hope for the best.
1: <laughs> so, so, are you, you? You must be like a fan of Jackass, then, right?
2: I am a fan, I, and I know you guys sound like you were not fans, and I understand <laughs> it completely. Trust. Me. I was the perfect. I was the perfect age for it. So,
1: yeah, yeah. I think I, 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 when it was when it was on, it was the best thing ever, and. <laughs> I think it just kind of like wore off. Uh, so you must yeah. listen to our, our podcast episode. I apologize. <laughs> oh,
2: yeah. yeah. No, no. I understand completely. I, I know a lot of people that are not fans of it. And like the gross out stuff is not for me either. I don't want to watch them, you know, pop pimples or puke. Oh, but yeah. 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 That, that just is disgusting. To
1: me. One thing that bothers me. You know, later on in life is the is the bullying, and maybe that just has to do with like my own personal <laughs> issues. Uh, but you know, it's how- totally
2: true. Yeah, like, yeah. Finn was a real prick in that way. You know, uh, but I like the pranks, like, like taking a car from a you know a car rental place, get <laughs> the road there and bring it back just to see the reaction. Like that yeah. is always going to be funny to me. I just can't help but be a be a fan of people getting kicked in the balls and. <laughs> you know, um, fart jokes will always make me laugh. I just – I'm human.
1: That's true. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I I honestly think uh, sometimes, you know, you're in the mood for it and sometimes I I sound like a, you know, 60-year-old prude or something.
2: (laughs) No, trust me. I I understand. I was thankfully very, very happy to do research for this. I watched all the movies. I watched any episode I could find and I watched, you know, Bad Grandpa or I don't know – yeah, I got I got really deep and loved every minute of it.
1: <laughs> were there any jackass style gags that you were thinking about putting in the episode, but just didn't quite make the cut? Like any ideas that didn't quite get there? but you?
2: I didn't want to I didn't want to imitate them completely unless we were referencing stuff like, you know, slapping each other with fish and, yeah. you know, uh, those kind of moments. But the big ones, I don't, I don't they probably have stapled themselves before, but I, I don't recall seeing it. Um, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised.
1: <laughs> yeah right it sounds like something they do yeah yeah
2: yeah i'm sure they tase each other for sure so those those are all things you can't avoid i think they they cover the basis on everything you could possibly do to
1: lawn darts uh i don't know if they've ever tried anything with lawn darts what made you kind of think about using that
2: originally i think we had um live and justin stands in front of a dartboard and she throws <laughs> darts around his head and i think Rob's idea to take to the next level and do lawn, which is amazing. I mean, it made for a great scene.
1: Yeah, and it also kind of expands on the uh, the Super Max mythology that it seems like these zombies get kind of a bit of super strength when they drink that Max Rager because they're throwing the lawn right. darts, like
2: right. Those darts, very very hot. Yeah, they stay in the air for quite a long time. <laughs> <laughs> we had a couple more lines in between there, and we're like, wait, okay, these darts are in the air way too long. <laughs>
1: did they throw him into orbit or <laughs> yeah. uh all right so well, we covered the jackass stuff i i i did want to straight up ask you is vivian dead but uh i don't know if you're allowed to answer that
2: <laughs> i think you're just going to have to keep watching who yeah. knows you never know what <laughs> A-
1: anybody dies off screen I- on tv or movies it seems like what do not you got to trust was- it I think Steph was quite sure that,
2: that you seem to think that she's back, and what I can say is one of you is very
1: right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's usually Steph, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so you actually got to introduce a new character to the show, uh, Jason Doring's character, Chase Graves. What was uh, what went into kind of um, writing that scene, and what can you tell us about um, that character?
2: He – I mean I was so thrilled to have him on the show. I got to yeah. work with him on the Veronica Mars movie a little bit. So I know him and he's a great guy and Rob had been looking for a role for him for a while I think um, just to get him on the show yeah. and he's a big fan of his. And I think his schedule had finally gotten free and yeah, this was – felt like the perfect role for him, the kind of a big juicy role to fill, you know – coming off the heels of the head of Fillmore Graves dying and being angry at that, it felt like a perfect kind of new badass in charge that would make Major's life scary as a human, pretending to be a zombie, you know? Mm-hmm. Now he's at the risk of being shot in the stomach if he <laughs> screws anything up. I think the best way to think of him is, you know, a combination of A.K. Fortizen and Vivian. It's the same, you know, he's, he's a hardliner with the same sort of goals. To He's still... Believes in Zombie Island. It's all the same motivations. He's just got a tougher way of doing things than Vivian. He runs a tighter ship,
1: right? I I guess one question yeah. that really came up was: Is is he a zombie? Are you allowed to say if he's a zombie or not?
2: <laughs> oh, he's, he's absolutely a zombie. Oh, yes he's absolutely a zombie. And that is, we try not to make that a secret. I mean, he says, you know, they killed members of our species. You know, he's oh, very yeah, team that's zombie. True. Yeah, yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah I just thought he was Kind of protective Of the Fillmore graves But like I wasn't certain If he was a part Of that original uh, Group that Got turned into a zombie Over you know The the party But Yeah
2: You'll get a little bit more Of his history As we go on But Cool Yeah we're very very happy To have Jason on the show
1: Is uh, Yeah I, I guess uh, You can say uh, You'll see But is he On for the rest of the season Yes <laughs> Okay well,
2: thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not. I that's a, a spoiler. Maybe I'm wrong.
1: Um, how about uh, a little bit about uh, Evil Blaine? Evil Blaine is back. Uh, what can you tell us about where his mind is at right now?
2: I first of all, I was just so happy to be able to write for Evil Blaine. Right. I mean, if I had done any episode, any episode in the last you know 15 episodes, I wouldn't have gotten that opportunity. So, <laughs> yeah, it has been I that loved,
1: long. Wow,
2: loved writing Evil Blaine. Yeah. Yeah. And evil Angus as well. That was, that was too much fun. Um, I think he's just ready to get shit done. You know, he's got the blue juice formula. He's got Donnie now. He's got this business and he's got Angus's big plan for global brain distribution. He's not going to suck around anymore. Mm. Pardon my French.
1: Oh, that's fine. (laughs) Uh, yeah, if you listen to the podcast, we actually cursed a couple times last week. Uh, I heard
2: that last time. I was I was pretty excited. She was like, "Can I cuss?" I was like, "Yeah, you can."
1: <laughs> I it is adorable when Steph cusses. I, I I'm like, please cuss. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, I can say that. Um, I, I mentioned also that Evil Blaine has better music taste. <laughs> is that intentional? Yeah.
2: <laughs> totally um and i i mean i love his obsession with grunge because i'm obsessed with grunge yes um there was even a moment where i wanted to double down on the amount of puns in the episode and have blaine listening to man in the box Hmm. by allison chain to foreshadow his box uh escape later yeah (laughs) but it may may have been too much
1: or like say that uh that angus is down in a hole (laughs)
2: Oh, yeah, there you go. You're a fan. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, it was cool because uh, I like to hear uh, Screaming Trees on the show because, you know, we just recently lost Chris Cornell and there's been a lot of think pieces about <laughs> the whole grunge movement and it's like, oh, it's just Pearl Jam left. I'm like, no, there's other band Screaming no, Trees. <laughs> yeah.
2: If you really do enough research, there are a lot more. <laughs> yeah. So it's good. Still, to- it's a heavy blow.
1: Yeah. Crunch, uh, theme. Yeah, totally. Um, I think you're right That Christina Ricci Is probably a zombie uh, Or a, I I think Donnie's right At least
2: <laughs> um, I was a Tupac Of that I think Rob Was the Christina Ricci But he is very right <laughs> She she is either A ghost or a zombie We're, we're not sure Yep
1: <laughs> um, So what was it like To uh, Like you said Basically At uh, Working on the set uh, You pretty much Just felt kind of Out of place I guess Is there anything else You kind of Got from Being at the set And seeing us filmed <laughs>
2: I may have overstated. That. I wasn't lost there. I just oh no no. I mean, I was, so, I was so great. I was so grateful to be there that I didn't want to get in anyone's way. Yeah. Um. I got to work with uh, Michael Whale, our director, who is our DP on every episode. He directed for the show. Mm-hmm. He also did the Hurt Stalker last season. Yeah. Um. And it was awesome. I mean, he was very very welcoming. He knew it was my first time there, and. You know, when they shoot a scene, he'd ask me questions, and I'd be like, "You're doing great. I'm just happy to be here." <laughs> <laughs> but our jobs when we go when we go to set essentially is to make sure that everything Rob had pictured is going according to plan. And, and you know, it's uh, the stakes are high. You know, you want to make sure that they can't be there, um, that you catch everything he, he would have caught on set.
1: Mm-hmm. Like the David Anders and Robert Nepper come up, come up to you personally, like, am I going too evil on this scene? <laughs> <laughs> it's a bit of a uh,
2: sleeve, with, uh, you know, Travis Bickle, taxi driver gun comes sliding out. Yeah. Um, we had a, v- a variation of that sleeve that was very much like a wizard sleeve. It looked so big and drooped so low that it, was, it looked bizarre if he was just walking around with a sleeve. Um, and David Anders was like, do I have to wear this? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, this is part of your costume so we had
2: that When he pops out of the box, we were going to have that sleeve as well. And it was just, it was too much for that scene. I think him coming out of the box and shooting his father was enough. And luckily Rob agreed. So those are the kind of moments where you're like, judgment call. Uh, is this what we can do to, you know, stray away from the script a little bit and still keep the story intact?
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's funny how Angus is like, concrete, get down, get down, everybody get down. <laughs> <laughs>
2: By the way, that is one question I definitely have for Steph. I want to know how she pronounces the word cement (laughs) and if she has a different pronunciation of it.
1: I'm obsessed with her saying oil. I always make her say oil to me.
2: (laughs) I love it. Is it oil? It's oil. She always says oil. I got roasted pretty heavily in the room and it's very fair. But in Louisiana, we say cement instead of cement. And it does not sound very great (laughs) when you're trying to pitch an episode to say cement
1: over and over again. So we're going to fill this box with cement.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. What did you say?
1: (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) Um, so, uh, boy, we we probably should wrap it up here, but, um, I just was going to ask like any sort of like missing scenes or any sort of storyline that you wanted to indulge in more, but didn't get the opportunity to really flesh it out more. Like, was there any more ideas or even just things that were written down Um, that didn't
2: get filmed? Originally we had, we saw Kong's son, the injured son, you know, uh, post his skateboard accident, um, stuff like that. A little more. Uh, And those are all budgetary things. When we cut back on that, you know,
0: yeah,
2: we had living just and like jumping on rooftops on their date, and that just skyrocketed the budget, and we couldn't afford it. So those those moments, you know, you lose them, and you replace them with you know lawn darts, and you're happy either way. Yeah. There was one deep cut of a chapter title that <laughs> Rob agreed that we both agreed that no one would ever get it unless they're a super fan. Okay. Uh, The very first chapter title was Jeremy Chu laying on the couch, right?
1: Yeah.
2: And I had, I Dream of Trivia Genie, which yes, you have to really, really have watched the show and know that. That's Candy. went to Candy. Yeah. Yeah. And Candy was formerly Trivia Genie. So we thought we were going too, too deep in that one, but (laughs) that was a secret one. (laughs)
1: Um, And uh, can you tease anything that we should be looking forward to?
2: I don't know how much you know already. I don't want to give you stuff you know
1: that's yeah like open up that bible and just say okay here's what season four is looking like now
2: <laughs> uh you already know that the actors are a big fan of the next episode and all of us are yes it is an incredible episode and seeing i mean i think there's an eight minute scene of them playing dungeons and dragons oh. and it will blow your mind it is maybe the funniest thing that all of them have ever have ever done on the show
1: that's awesome and they're
2: all super yeah it's gonna I think people are going to be very pleased, and especially coming off the heels of an episode where, you know, she's on the brain of a bully. Mm-hmm. At least now she'll be on the brain of someone who probably was bullied.
1: So <laughs> it's true. Uh, okay, cool. Uh, I'm looking forward to that, and uh, I guess uh I should say thank you for being on the show.
2: Yeah, absolutely. It was great to talk to you. Everyone just keep watching on Zombie. It's such a great show, and I'm very fortunate to be a part of it. Working with such great people.
1: When when is uh, (laughs) when is the writers' room starting to get back together again for season four? I think think two
2: weeks. So I'm getting pretty giddy to get back. Oh
1: my gosh! Yeah, I know, right? It's crazy how the season is pushed ahead so far that you know everybody. This is like a distant memory for people, and you're already looking to season
2: four. That's the bizarre thing because season two we were writing at the same time that episodes were airing, and now it's just like you know I wrote this episode what feels like ages ago, and it's finally happening. So much so that my family was like, oh, that thing? I don't, I don't care. You talked about it, you know, eight months ago. <laughs> <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, awesome. Well, thanks again for coming on the podcast, John. I appreciate it. And uh, Yeah, absolutely. the door's always open. If you want to come on and talk about an episode that you liked, <laughs> that's fine too. For sure.
2: Yeah. Any questions you guys have, I will give you answers. <laughs> oh, yeah.
1: Really appreciate <laughs> it. And, you know, again, my email, you know my email. If you want to slip the Bible to me, I will keep it between us. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the iZombie Podcast with Robin and Steph.
0: Send your feedback to iZombiePodcast at gmail.com.
1: Follow us on Twitter and on Facebook. Just search for Podcast, all one word.
0: All of our contact info is on our website, iZombiePodcast.com.
1: You can follow Steph on Twitter at Steph Smith.
0: You can follow Robin as well at ElRobinYero.
1: Our podcast logo is designed by Dee Sheehan. You can find her work at Behance.net slash Deanna Sheehan. Also, a friend of the show, Cheyenne, contributes with photoshops on our Twitter. Follow her at iZombiePodcast. I zombie Love.
0: Check out our other podcast. You can listen to us binge cast through teen dramas like Dawson's Creek and Popular. Just subscribe to We Don't Want to Wait on iTunes.
1: You can also listen to us occasionally talk about the Buffy spinoff Angel with our friends. Subscribe to Redemption Cast on iTunes.
0: While you're on iTunes, why not leave us a review? We do this in our spare time so your ratings and reviews are much appreciated and helps us get seen by more iZombie fans.
1: And make sure it's on the correct feed. We are the iZombie Podcast with Robin and
0: Steph. And we're done You think anyone is still listening? Probably not. Zombies!